This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> yeah. Nancy Pelosi's basically retarded. I think that's what we've decided. Well, we haven't decided it yet, but we've seen a lot of evidence to, in, in, in favor of it. In support. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, uh, yeah, between her and Joe, there's not there's not a coherent sentence between them to well. share. And his his are coming fast and furious. I don't know if you've seen. I had no agenda didn't even cover one that I saw on, on Facebook the other day. Uh, I, I forget. And he's, I mean, he just, he's horrible. Yeah. It's like, seriously, how does this dude think that he can be president or people think that he can be president? Like, honestly, it should, it should be like a constitutional thing where the people can kind of like all pre-decide that you're shit. Well, we do that. It's called like, the, 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 it's the, called Twitter. <laughs> no, it's called the primary, primary season. We right. We do that already. Well. It's just that this, this election cycle, Joe is put up there by the by the the crew <laughs> by the crew to make it to make it seem as though hey here's a guy who uh, has run multiple times before here's a guy with some credit right. some credence so not actually that he can at convention he can be like yes I'm the old white guy I could totally beat Trump but I'm going to step aside and give it to Pete Buttigieg and so so you Abrams. think it's Pete now I I was going to ask you about I, that yeah no I, yeah, I think it's Pete I think it's Pete no kidding He's, he does seem to be on an upward uh, trajectory. Well, Bernie is, and I've noticed this since over Christmas, mm-hmm. not so much Thanksgiving, although it started back then. Well, apparently Bernie's support is up, financial. Well, but over Christmas, you had a big push on Reddit, mm-hmm. astroturfing for Bernie. Now, we know that Reddit is uh, controlled by the Chinese. Right. Right. Even the dissent that Reddit, you know, when when the Chinese protests first started up a couple months ago, Reddit was all about, you know, anti-China. Right. But nothing happened. Just like always with Reddit. Nothing ever happened. Exactly. With these little movements and things that start on Reddit. They're social justice waves. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They always just crash on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody is posting pictures of Xi Jinping as Winnie the Pooh anymore. Right. It's done with and over with. Yeah. They're back to censoring speech. Yeah, and get rid, getting rid of anything that Freezing doesn't fall in line with uh, the leftist mind viewpoint yeah. uh, mindset, and uh, we see a, a almost daily in subs that have no political affiliation. You see, you'll see something about Bernie. Yeah, yeah, and and Reddit, its parent company, is owned by the Chinese. Like they're they're they're, they're bought and paid for by the Chinese. Yeah. It's their little propaganda arm in the United States. So it doesn't <laughs> surprise me that, that that the heart and soul really of socialism, if you were to, to say any social media platform, that, social, that socialism uh, belonged to any social media platform in particular, yeah, it would be... Think it'd be Reddit? Reddit. Yeah. You know, Facebook is more conservative. Or at least angrier about just yeah. everything in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Instagram is definitely driven by the capitalist consumer driven mindset. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Okay. You know, Twitter, Instagram at this point is a shopping platform. Twitter is, is politics. <laughs> yeah. And shitty politics at that. But, but, the, <laughs> but Reddit exists and is used primarily by the 20 or 30 something 
who wants to feel as though they're part of the revolution. Right. And change nothing about who they are as a person. <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise. Which is why I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> but the amount of astroturfing and shilling for Bernie is just as... It's as hard as it was for Hillary for at this time in 2015, 2016. And I really do think that China really wants Bernie to get elected. They really want Bernie to get elected. Yeah, why is that? And why are folks... So I got an because, argument... Because, because it's going to take us get, selling... Uh, Selling the next generation to China in order to pay for <laughs> the current generation, for all. yeah, so yeah. that their parents can go to college for free. Yeah, they're going to have to bend over for the Chinese when Take they're fifty. Chinese, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got in an argument with with uh, somebody on, on because Twitter. Because ultimately, if you can if you can get the the most powerful country in the United or in the I'm sorry, most powerful country in the world in this part, you know, at this at this particular time. To basically adopt your ideologies of free this, free that. Well, no, of of a government that that moves economically at a capitalistic level, and a society, a, a, a people that are oppressed by socialism and have no upper mobility. So the Chinese have an oligarchy, right? Yeah, that's built at the very top one percent. Their their free market capital. They own everything. Yeah, and they own everything. Yeah, and it's all free market. Ninety nine percent are just they the go worker bees. They work. They're little worker bees in their little worker bee boxes. Yep. You know, they're nine by nine boxes with toilet, and you know they don't have a future. Yeah. They just exist to to, to serve, serve the, the state s- and then yeah. die. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. No individuality, no freedom, no autonomy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, on the candidates, so predicted still got Trump at fifty cents. Uh, Biden is twenty two. Mm-hmm. Bernie's 18. Now, Warren was much farther up there, but she's down. So Pete is at six cents and Warren at five, Bloomberg five, Yang uh, Yang four, Klobuchar two cents, and Hillary Clinton at two cents. So if you still think there's a chance of a broker convention, that's the that's the, the market that you want to buy it in is that who's going to be president one because she's at two cents. So if she joins in, that's going to at least jump to 40 or 50 cents because she'll be the nominee. Yeah. I think we know that. If she's in, she's a nominee. You know, but uh, that's our predict. It's got everybody. I don't think that that I you see see <laughs> predict it is it still run by their bookies. Yeah, they're not giving you the real numbers anyway. You don't think so? No, no. They may be giving you the real numbers as it pertains to like who's buying what based on their 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 models, but I right. don't know that they're giving you the the actual numbers. The real board on the street. Yeah, and and. There's no way that 22% of people out there are going to vote for Biden. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's said uh, no. I don't. I, that seems like a long road. No, de- n- that no, seems like no Biden's Republican trail of would, tears. Would would vote for him? No, and I don't think many Democrats would. And if you and, listen to no, what he has won't. to say, there's no, there's no honest, like honestly. Yeah, like every everything about him is, says don't vote for me. <laughs> if you're looking for for white guy, yeah. Pete Buttigieg is is the obvious answer. That's yeah. Buttigieg want. does seem to be coming out of nowhere. I've seen a lot more on Facebook uh, about him. He's not, he, hasn't, are, he hasn't come out of nowhere. Rhodes Scholar. Yeah, well, Rhodes I know, Scholar, son. I know that, and you know that. I just mean token his... military experience, son, <laughs> and gay, gay, <laughs> but evangelical. Evangel. That's right. He goes right. to a Christian church. Praise to Jesus. Yes, in his gayness, he loves Jesus and 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 butt sex. Cox. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
he has his trajectory has been been uh, quite marked here in the last couple of weeks. Though, yeah, that's for sure. Um, oh, there's something else here we got to talk about before we get into we'll get into Gervais here in a minute. The big the big <laughs> thing. Uh, Cullen sent a couple things as he as he tends to do. Oh, where was it? Do we want to talk about Iran? Uh, we should. Yeah. What's on? Uh, <laughs> what, what 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 do you think about this Iran bullshit? Oh, it's saber rattling. Nothing else. So that's what I t- tend to gather. Yeah. Th- now the World War Three memes. I'm all about They're that. Terrible. You think so? I fucking hate them. Some of them are good. So you're looking much. in the wrong places. I'll send you. No. I'll, no. You're not. You're not finding no. the dank ones. That's the bottom line. No. Because it's because it's a pattern. It's a pattern that has emerged in the past couple of years, and it started with usually when a revolution happens, hmm. it starts with the youth. Right. It starts with the seventeen to twenty-five year old crowd. Yeah, let's change things, and which put is our also in the air. also the uh, the crowd that in today's climate they're mostly narcissists. They don't take yeah. the world around them seriously, and if when they do, they're just like, "Well, I can't do anything about it anyway. Might as fuck it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, which has happened a lot in various, you know, various generations and iterations over 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 history. We have a generation that just throws up their hands and says, "Fuck it, I don't care anymore." For about a decade, and then they really do start caring. Yeah, when caring. they get older and have to pay bills and things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. Things like the Area 51 memes. Mm. World um, War Three memes? Themes, the World War Three memes. The the Flat Earth memes. The anti-vax memes. It's just, it seems as though every time there is a major something or other. Stink of some sort. <laughs> that could get people looking a lot deeper into it. It's instantly a meme. It's instantly a meme. Like That's an for, interesting like point. Like, for instance, if we really, really looked at it, we really, really looked at who uh, um, Solomini was. Right. <clears throat> we find out really what Solomini was all about was was subverting the Ayatollah. That's kind of what he wanted to do. He wanted he wanted to keep the the military military theocracy, mm. but he wanted really to replace the old guard of. The oil oligarchs, the the religious oil oligarchs. Right. When Iran was, uh, went from, you know, Middle Eastern state country to uh, oil theocracy. (laughs) Yeah. In the 1970s, and you have the whole Iranian hostage situation and all this other stuff that comes out of the Carter administration. Right. And then... Did you know he he tweeted, we're targeting 52 sites for those 52 hostages? Did you see that? I did. (laughs) So you in throughout the eighties, then you what you have established by the end of the eighties and the fall of the Soviet Union right. is a brinksmanship with the United States. And since the fall of the Soviet Union for th- thirty plus years now, that has been a every couple of years, every president gets to rattle his saber at Iran and says that Iran's coming and, after us, and Iran kind of. rattles their saber back at us. Yeah, and we oppose we impose sanctions. And they they fuck with the price of oil. Yeah. And then the next president president removes the sanctions. And Gives like, them some money. Okay. Hey, yeah. Iraq. You know, oil goes down. Yeah. And what we find is that for thirty years now, there's been a stalemate. 
It's a little bit of a almost, cold war. Or almost a up bit of a line. gentleman's agreement mm. in cigar smoke filled back rooms. Mm. <laughs> when with adrenochrome dripping prostitutes in the next room. <laughs> Boy, where's that resort? How do we book a couple nights there? Dubai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you kidding? Fuck a lot of money in Dubai. What we what we what we find yeah. is that it's almost as if moneyed individuals yeah. are leveraging their governments Doing against the, deal. Yeah. the governments of other countries in exchange for hey, a better price. Let's let's play war for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And watch the 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 prices of goods and services go up just just a, just about just an extra notch. Just 2 tenths of a percentage point. Yeah. And then never fall again. Yeah. Yeah. If you really look at it, you really find out who Soleimani was. Soleimani basically wanted to get rid of the Ayatollah and replace it with more of a military, get rid of the religious theocracy uh-huh. and military and replace it with, you know, a true authoritarianism. Like an actual dictatorship? Not a, not an actual, di- well, I mean, <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, he also did have uh, a lot of, um, like I said, uh, it was compared to, James Bond and Lady Gaga <laughs> mixed together. <laughs> I heard that. But he was he was world travel. He was been to China many times. Yeah. Yeah. Was was friends with with Russians. And then I think if they get rid of the Ayatollah of Iran, if they really if they were to get rid of that theocracy, I really do think that we would see Iran China Russia coalition. Yeah. You know. And that can't happen. <laughs> if we want to keep the same like price on things, well, status quo, yeah, in this world, yeah, in which the United States pretty much pretty much runs, runs shit, yeah, then we if, can't have the, if the if three fall, big boys. If you fall in line, yeah. you get, if you if you're one of today's lucky winners who happens to fall in line, congratulations, <laughs> yeah, you are now building a new military base, <laughs> yeah, and get a fuckload of money every year. Exactly, it's a sweet deal. <laughs> yeah, just. You can't have your own oil. Yeah. You can't have your own currency. Yeah. Other than that, you have at it. Pretty much do what you want. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Sharia yeah. law. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're probably right on the money. Um, it is interesting to see the meltdown uh, about. Uh, and but but about my World point with the, the point with the memes is that the, <laughs> is that the memes are the cherry on top. That's the revelation of the method. That's how you know mm-hmm. the fact that that just overnight. There were just all these World War Three memes. World War Three, that's right. And it's the same tired, old, dusty dad joke. World War Three means I can't, I can't tell you how long it's been <laughs> since I've seen a dank meme. Yeah, they are yeah. few and far between. We don't, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, that was the oh, meme war killed them all. The meme, they all died in the meme war. Since then, it's just a bunch, bunch of hollowed out memes with a thousand yard stare seating in the in the VFW <laughs> meme hall like Just getting drunk drinking beers and, and talking smoking, about the old days smoking unfiltered cigarettes yeah you know. talking about rage faces <laughs> exactly yeah well what did you think of that one with the with the grenade with with uh, Gervais this morning that was pretty good I don't know if I saw that it was Ricky Gervais getting ready to throw the grenade and I sent it to you oh yeah okay. you don't look yeah. at you don't look at what I sent you it's fine it's fine I know it's your day off it's stale how many times did you smoke today, actually? Twice. When did you start smoking? Uh, <laughs> In bed before I got out. <laughs> two? two That's not too bad. I got up at 7.30 this morning. That's not too bad. Well, I got out of bed at 8, but... Yeah, awake at 7.30. And I smoked at 2 o'clock, and I smoked at like 4.30. That's not too bad. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of smoking, Illinois now, Matthew, if you oh. haven't heard. Is that so? Uh, they posted, <laughs> it was funny, well, $3.2 million in revenue the first day. I don't know if you saw that stat, mm-hmm. but it's a, lot of, it's a lot of marijuana. And then if you figure that the lowest tax bracket, so Illinois does it on a sliding bracket, by the way. I don't know, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a sliding bracket based on, you think it'd be based on weight, right? Or quantity that you get? Mm-hmm. No. It's based on THC content, Matt. Okay. Which is fucking retarded. <laughs> like, it literally makes no sense at all. It it makes so little sense. Colin and I went out there January 1st, as you know. It makes so little sense that the the people who are, you, who are taking your order at the dispensary that we were at, uh, which was run very well, by the way, for the amount of people they had, what they had to do, the folks taking the order, once they, they realize they're like, okay, you're an out-of-state, you're, you're a tourist, <laughs> and they're like, okay, and then they have a piece of paper, it's like a, it's like a, like half of a half of a legal pad, you know, like a quarter of a legal pad, you know, but just as long, and it's divided up into sections of edibles, concentrates, flour, and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. and they have to fill in each one as you order it to make sure that you're not going to go over the state's limit that they can sell you. And then you take that over to the counter and that's where they give you your, and your goods the, and what's services. What's the state limit? So it's, uh, well, and, and see, it's very odd because... Like 17 marijuanas? 17, that's 17 marijuanas, have? that's it. Yeah, yeah, you can only have 17 marijuanas. Like if you get four marijuanas in edible gummies <laughs> yeah. and seven marijuanas... You got to put one of them back, that's right. No, but it's it's literally that ridiculous because the funny thing is, uh, so so like the the I was gonna get a cartridge, and so I'm like, oh, do you have any cartridges? And she's like, well, because of the way the state measures the THC, we don't have one gram cartridges. We only have disposable vape pens. Disposable vape pens, you say? Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's odd, but whatever. Let me get one. It's almost as if the most convenient. <laughs> yeah. And most prolific and, and most newly used technology in weed, like mm. everybody everybody smokes so weed. The, yeah, is vaping now? Is vaping THC straight THC or at least fifty fifty? Because yeah. it's so e- easy and convenient. Yeah, it really is. You cough less. There's no smell. Yeah, it's much more much more discreet. You don't have to mess much with cleaner. A, a yeah, lighter or ash. You don't you don't smell like anything afterwards. It's almost as, to disposable cartridges. You say yeah. Yeah, <laughs> disposable. Well, the, the whole pen is disposable. It's almost, that pen that I showed you earlier. Yeah, that's disposable. It's almost as if a, maybe a large company that was already making <laughs> technology for smokeless tobacco. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps they have a, a smaller company that they own that just makes the pens for them. Yeah, perhaps yeah. they had been it making seems that way. And but but it's it would, possibly wrong. It'd be very easy to just you know put put to put the concentrate in there. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. No, and then she literally, so at one point, because, because, so I was going to order the oil as well, and she's like, so technically it's not an edible, even though you it, you take it by ingestion. Yeah. See, and this where it gets, it's so weird. So I'm like, well, you just tell me, I don't know what, how to, how. and she's like, well, if we want to do the oil, we have to use this calculation. And she showed me on the back of the business card, like, like the mathematical equation that they have to do to figure out technically, like how the oil is measured. Since it's not technically an edible, but it was a concentrate, but it's in an oil that you do ingest, and blah blah. It's a, and I'm, I'm like, this is fucking madness. <laughs> it's like the government, and and it's what's sad. So I told Colin too. I was like, I was like, what's truly sad is that Illinois is run so poorly that all of this tax revenue, it's just you pissing into a black hole. Yeah, it's just gone. It's and there's going to be so much because, like I said, it starts at twenty 
25 and I think it can go up to 35%. 35% taxes on on weed in Illinois. And you know, you mark my words and if anybody if anybody is doubting me, seriously, make note of the date, wait a year or two and look at Illinois. It'll be just as corrupt, just as shitty. Chicago will have just as much violence because they don't know how to run that state. Yeah. Just 100%. It's just dog shit from, from top to bottom, you know? But anyhow, that was one thing Colin wanted to talk about was, was legalization. But not What do you think it. that the last state in the union to legalize? Oh, it's looking like Kansas. Kansas apparently like is if like... The, la- like if it, the most conservative state, right? Kansas or Utah. Well, if Mormons. by some stroke of genius a Democrat does win, mm-hmm. I, th- I think we'll get federal. You, you know what I mean? Like, I think they've all said they're going to do it. But I mean, I don't think they will. Make no mistake. I don't think, I, I yeah. think, I, I think Trump wins this year. But, but I mean, what, what will happen like in 10 years when Kansas finally legalizes finally marijuana? Legalizes, What's, yeah. What will be the loopholes you have to jump through yeah. to like to get what will be all the regulations on it? Like, you go into the dispensary once a month and they give you a, a time release shot of THC. <laughs> and then that's it. And then yeah. You have, no, then you have to be, go home and be like, hey, Alexa, get me high. And she's like, please punch in your 16 digit code. <laughs> that's right, from the state. Yeah. And then they speak, give you a certain one. Please speak your social security number and your state approved marijuana yeah. access uh, number. Yeah, that's right. And then it triggers your body to release the the perfect amount of THC. Exactly. No more, though. You can't get high. It's yeah. only, yeah. <laughs> No, it 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 could be something like that. Illinois though probably is just as close because I went to Colorado. You know, Colorado, you just show your ID and then you go in and buy weed. Like nobody yeah. nobody mentioned a limit. Nobody mentioned anything. I mean, I'm, I think there are limits. If I had tried to buy a bunch, but yeah, Illinois. Oh God, well, I think with Colorado something. they have actually a, a database that actually updates live. So apparently, I think so. You go you go into the dispensary, you scan, you scan your ID or whatever. Yeah, and they say you can buy. X amount. Yeah. Two ounces. Yeah. Or or half an ounce or whatever. You buy your half ounce. Yeah. You can't just go down the street to buy the next, your other half ounce. Yeah, to buy another See, half I, ounce. See, I think Illinois is like that too because she did tell me, so when I was at the counter, because I wanted to get the oil as well because the oil, the ratio is one-to-one THC and CBD, mm-hmm. which I really like. I like that. And and she's like, well... um, She's like, let me see if you can actually add this oil in because I think you might have this category filled. But let me see. And it's actually an automated system that she was able to tell me by by adding it to my check because it would have taken it off if it was over. So I think that's a live updating database that they're all, that all the dispensaries are using. Okay. So the system went... Uh, so the, the system... Would, yeah. So if I went across town and waited in another line for five hours, <laughs> then, then I would have... It actually wasn't that bad. We got there at 8.30 and got in about 11.30 into the into the dispensary, probably about 11.45, 11.30, you, Wait, You waited for three hours? In line, yeah. January 1st. <laughs> we, we saw history, man. How dare you? <laughs> you 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 got some out of it. I don't know what you're complaining about. I'm not complaining, but I, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying like I'm sure it's better time, now. Well, it's a long time to wait. It's what's funny because on the I get fourth, frustrated when I don't get frustrated when my dude doesn't text me back after 15 minutes. <laughs> Where's my boy? Uh, like, I know. Well, all you're doing is sitting at the home at home on the couch, bro. Come on. Yeah. In, watching watching like Discovery Channel. Yeah. Seriously. In uh, well, the dispensary in Collinsville were originally going to go. They had people in line at 4:30 in the morning. Yeah. Because they opened at seven, mm-hmm. um, and then then uh, they had posted the other day. They posted on the fourth, and they were like, "Thank you to everybody, first five thousand cousins or whatever." And somebody in the comments on the fourth said, "How are the lines now?" And they were like, "It's about two hours." <laughs> on the fourth, like oh, holy shit, pretty wild. But anyhow, everybody in St. Louis going to get weed. 
more than likely. Everybody in the yeah. St. Louis metro yeah. area is going to get weed. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, th- I mean, well, I think it's more, if anything, it's more folks like Cullen and I that are a little bit farther out. I think the city's just buying from the guy. Because they're, 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 and if you're used to street prices, if you're used to street prices and you walk in Illinois, yeah, like you would walk in and you wouldn't buy anything, man. Yeah. Because you just, you would see the price and you'd be like, yeah, that's not, I'll just wait till my boy can get it. Yeah. Like there's no, even if I have to wait for my boy, that's not even worth it. Because the price, the, with the tax, it's that bad. And they're a little higher price anyways because there's a, there was a medicinal, or there's a shortage. And I guess there's only a certain number of labs in the state that process Wait a minute. So the, the prices you sent me, the little sheet of prices you sent me, uh-huh. was like 65 70 for an eighth. Yeah, yeah. And then 25 to 35% tax on top of that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, the tax is on top of oh, that. Oh, that changes it. Yes, it does. <laughs> Not for so the pot. Yeah. That's, that's like 90 and eighth. Well, everything that I sent you. Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't even I don't even want to say it. Or we can we can cut it out. No, but it's it's like I was thinking. Oh, it's just a little bit more above the street prices. No, that's twice no, as much. that's yeah. Because it, when you factor in the tax on top of that, that's when you're really because that's what I'm saying. Like the, like the the prices are like oh, it's above a little bit above street value. Which dispensaries truly are because mm-hmm. they they have a little bit more of a supply chain too. And I I understand that, and I've always I'm okay paying for that convenience. But and and the ability and the other thing too, as I've told you, the, the other thing that you get from dispensaries is you get milligrams. Like you can get exact. These are five milligram gummies, or these are you know mm-hmm. very specific. You can't get that on the street. I, I'd be too scared if somebody sold me edibles on the street. I'd be too scared to take them. I just, I, I you know, I, who knows? <laughs> who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. But um, anyways, shall we? Shall we parlay into the main event? <laughs> Why not? Do you just want to play it, and we can? Oh, well, one other thing from the Golden Globes, uh, and I didn't even realize this happened, but Cullen sent it, and he said Beyonce sat down when. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor for Joker. What is what? Did you hear about that? No. I didn't hear about it either. Was there a particular? Is it like a, was it like a social justice thing? You think? Or? I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, so I'll just play this, and I just figured we'll stop it and go, and we'll go through yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Um. Hello and welcome to the seventy-seven. And before we get started here, let me. This is from the uh, Golden Globes, obviously, uh, which happened last night uh, with Ricky Gervais as the host. Both Matt and I are a fan. A fair fan. I've kind of unfollowed him and lost a little bit of of my, you know, interest in him because he became such a, as I said to a friend today, such a violent atheist. Like, he see, I mean, he's, I mean, it's, it's not just like, I don't believe in God. It's like, I don't believe in God and you're 100% stupid if you do. And like F God, like that's, that's, that's kind of how Gervais is, you know, has been lately, um, which is fine. Good for him, whatever, b- believe what you want. But it's, it's, it's a bit of a turnoff as someone who does believe in God. It's, it's been a bit of a, you know, I haven't followed everything he's done lately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then my Twitter feed lit up last night, uh, all sorts of people tweeting and talking about Ricky Gervais and his opening monologue to the Golden Globes. So we'll start it again. We can just pause it and talk as we go if, if, if you want to. Golden Globe Awards, live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel here in Los Angeles. I'm Ricky Gervais. Thank you. Um, you'll, you'll be pleased to know this is the last time I'm hosting these awards, so I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> I never did. Um, I'll start. He's absolutely true about that. If yeah. you've watched the others, he 100% hasn't cared it, it, it on any of them. Like, he, he has absolutely said whatever he wanted to. 
number one, that's his kind of his shtick. Yeah, a little bit. He's he's he he doesn't he will, he's going to be offensive. He doesn't care, right? Which is good comedy. Good yes, comedy. Yes, because then ultimately, I think that's the thing that I like about him most is that he's not afraid to be offensive. Because if something's funny, it's funny. Bingo. Yeah. And you can't um, ascribe value to something being funny based on whether or not it is moral. Yeah. Because there's a lot of humor that is immoral humor or um, um, blue humor. Yeah. It's still funny. Or offensive to or a offensive. group, a gender, an orientation. It's still funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you cannot objectify yeah. humor. You can't make it ubiquitous yeah. and the same for everybody. And ultimately, humor, if it really is humorous, it's going to offend. Right. Yeah. Like you're, you are pointing out absurdity. Yeah. You are, well, and my you, thing has always satire. been, the, 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 if, there's, if there's a standard, it should be across the board. Like, because people are like, oh, you know, don't make jokes about, about, about black people or don't make jokes about minorities or whatever. And I'm like, no, make jokes about everyone. Yeah. White folks, black folks, minorities, yeah. majorities. Like, the, all, all of it is, as far as I'm concerned, if you're a good comedian, then it's all in the repertoire. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all there, you know, which is why I like Ricky Gervais, Louis C.K., old Zach Galifianakis, like these guys who everything's on the table. Yeah. I'll make fun of them all. Anyhow. NBC clearly don't care either. Fifth time. <laughs> so, I mean, Kevin Hart was fired from the Oscars because of some offensive tweets. Hello. <laughs> Lucky for me, the Hollywood foreign press can barely speak English. And they've no idea what Twitter is. So I got offered this gig by fax. So let's go out with a bang. Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember that- See, he warns him right there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is this is what's gonna happen. <laughs> They're just jokes. We're all gonna die soon, and there's no sequel. So so good. Yeah. Now what was that see that we're all gonna die soon and there's no sequel. I know he's a vowed atheist and he's always yes, pushing yeah, the mes- yeah. message of you're gonna die. You're gonna be worms food, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So grab like as big much, time, like violent atheist. Grab yeah. as much life as you can right now. Yeah, and don't be worried over little petty, stupid stuff. But, but there's a lot of people because conspiracy theorists have been picking this apart for 24 hours now, as, as they should, I think. <laughs> and that was one of the things. It's interesting. It's it's a it's. I'll say what I said to a buddy today too. At worst, in terms of conspiracy or you know the grand plan or the Jews or whatever you want to call it, you know. At worst, it's it's awfully coincidental, mm-hmm. like because because of like I said, the Weinstein trial happened today. The stuff with with Kevin Spacey, uh, uh, this Epstein stuff. The news is still breaking about. By the way, uh, mm-hmm. I guess some photos got released of his autopsy. I don't know if you saw that. That happened today. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it's all like I said, if 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 there isn't blatant messaging here, that, like it's it's extremely extremely coincidental. And who knows? Maybe at the end of the day, Ricky Gervais is just a brilliant comedian and did that. It's quite yeah, possible. No, it's true. I think Ricky Gervais truly is brilliant. But do you want to play it? Or are you trying to look up those picks? No, let's, let's keep going. Keep yeah. Remember that. Um, but you all look lovely, all dolled up. You came here in your limos. I came <laughs> here in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So, no. <laughs> Shush. And <laughs> the look on Tom Hanks' face. It's yeah, but see, he, it's incredible. They cut to Tom Hanks about four times during this. They did, yeah, 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 yeah. 
He, but the look on Amy Poehler's face too is priceless. A second ago, he is um, he's the dad in the room. Yeah, he's supposed to be kind of shocked and disapproving. It was like, mm, I don't. Right. Uh, that's mm, not that's this not guy. Nice. He's yeah. the elder statement statesman of Hollywood now. Yeah, you know, so he's the you know the disapproving dad in the room. It's her, it's her daughter I feel sorry for, okay? That must be the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her. And her dad was in Wild Hogs. So, <laughs> great movie. Lots by of the big way. celebrities here tonight. I mean, legends, icons, yeah? Look, at this table alone uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. But. <laughs> Baby Yoda. Uh, oh, that's, that's Joe Pesci, sorry. Um, <laughs> I love you, man. Don't have me whacked. Um, I think that's just a joke. You on, think it's just a joke? Just, just Pesci's characters. But tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. Pause. <laughs> so... Ronan Farrow is, yeah. is Mia Farrow's son. Mia Farrow and um, I think Woody Allen. Okay. Their son. Maybe their daughter. There's only one way to find out. What was it again? Ronan. Satchel, Ronan, O'Sullivan, Farrell, Jesus. Mia Farrell and Woody Allen, yeah. Uh, he is known for writing the 2017 articles in The New Yorker that helped uncover allegations of sexual abuse against film producer Harvey Weinstein. So that is funny. I didn't catch that. I didn't yeah. know who that was. Yeah. That's pretty, <laughs> like I said, extremely coincidental. Mm. It seems like at best. So here's somebody who grew up like in in the middle of Hollywood. And then there's a, a rumor, this is just a rumor, that he runs the website crazydaysandnights.com. Ronan Farrell? Yeah. Which, are you familiar with Crazy Days and Nights? I'm not. What's Crazy the Days and Nights is a blog that's been going on for quite a while now. It's a daily blog that basically like Hilton. <laughs> names names when it comes to Illuminati and ho- specifically Hollywood. Really? It it names names and it talks about specific acts. And I wonder where the rumor done. came from. <clears throat> but the website is completely anonymous. Yeah, um, as most good no websites one, are. No one knows who 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 really runs it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, and and yeah, it's it's, it's comp- some pretty weird stuff. Yeah. Do you read that? It, well, speaking of this, and I don't know if we want to get into this now or a little later on with some of the other stuff he says. But yeah, what about that Tiffany Fitzhenry PSA? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't read all, all of that. But pretty, yeah. uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. Because apparently the kid, you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, man, it, it, it's, it's a surreal, weird time to be alive when you have something like that, and it's like, because this is the kid's mom. Like, mm-hmm. I, it, it would be a tough sell. Like, this isn't just like a, a blog, you know, on openthink.com or something like that. Like, yeah. this is. She interviewed the kid's mom for like two hours. <laughs> Right, and she talks about all of the the molestation and everything else that happened to her son uh, as a as a Disney star in Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know. And it's kind of it's like mm, you know, I don't, mm. and it's weird that none of this gets any sort of mainstream pickup at all. 
Because no, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah, but but like, I, we were. To, we were but work- they're all jerking off to this Weinstein trial, though. I, I know because that's that's approved outrage. That's approved outrage. Weinstein is an evil, dirty scumbag. The media told me I can be outraged about it, but the stuff that's on the margins and and but that that takes that that's exactly the is same. Not impro- yeah, exactly, but it's not approved by the media, and then therefore by everyone as a peer group. No. Crazy Days and Nights, the website, is excoriating to Tom Hanks. According to this website, Tom Hanks is the biggest pedophile predator. He is Satan incarnate himself. No kidding. Hmm. And I 100% believe it. Really? I do. I do. I've read some of the stuff that they post about Tom Hanks, and I 100% believe that that guy is Epstein times a billion. He makes Jimmy Savile look like an look amateur. Like a, yeah. Look like a choir boy. Well, what, uh, just with specific people, or just he's supposed to be some massive scumbag, basically? No, he, he's... I mean, I'll go look he's, at him on my own, but... He's, he sold himself to the old to the old guard of Hollywood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he's got It was the, interesting you had Pacino and De Niro and Scorsese sitting there at the table, and if you looked at the, who was at the table, not the young starlets, old Jews. Yeah. Old Jewish producers. I did. I did notice that, yeah. It was, it was a table of old Jewish producers, and they would sh- they sh- shot to them a couple times. Yeah, they did. And they were shooting over to uh to um, Hanks. Tom Hanks, who is sitting there with his with a, a Rita Wilson and a bunch of other people, right? Right. It's impossible to keep a marriage together in Hollywood. Almost impossible I think to keep so, a yeah. marriage together in Hollywood. Yeah. And you, I think you have to have something more than just star power or sexual attraction going on, as right. in all marriages, yeah. right? But Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have been together for a while. Like, for 30 years. No kidding. Yeah. At least I, I think so. Um, I know there's some, there's, some weird, there's some weird stuff going on there. I, I, anybody who is, is put up to you as the shining example of what you should put your faith in as far as... Rita Wilson. Yeah, married since 88. So they're as old as me. So... 31 years. The... the Tom Hanks is put up to our generation as the as a dad. He's a yeah. universal dad, mm-hmm. father figure, authority figure, safety, safe. Yeah. It's Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah, everybody can watch and appreciate Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like that thing that you're shown is is the ultimate epitome of good is never good. Mm. It's always a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, you know. Jimmy Savile. Oh, he 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 helps children. No, yeah, he rapes builds them. builds builds the cancer wings. Yeah. Anyway, it seems to me that, that, that Tom Hanks has positioned himself as to be a, a kind of on top of the old Hollywood oligarchy. The the it's crazy days of nice.net, by the way. The days of the greasy Hollywood producer grooming and preying on uh, young starlets. Yeah, isn't over. It's just now going to be a different greasy Hollywood producer. A different veneer <laughs> is going to be put over it. Yeah, instead of the film noir of the seventies and eighties, the gritty New York City underbelly of Scorsese, mm. it's going to be laughable, comedic dad joke of yeah. Tom Hanks of the nineteen nineties, wacky zany dad. Mm. But the old predator still be there. The, yeah. the same system, the same mechanism, the same giant machine that that sucks in 
people young, and destroys young them. Young people who don't, who have no idea how the world works, and who have the pie in the sky dream of of being a star, being a star, yeah, being famous, yeah. Finish when we can continue playing here in a second. Wrapped up Black Mirror this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended with the Miley Cyrus episode, which I know apparently a lot of people didn't like. I don't oh, know if you've seen it, it yet. I loved it too. I thought it was great. I thought it was incredible. And I don't like Miley Cyrus. I don't I don't either. She fucking killed it. She not only did she kill it, but but the idea particularly, and I think you'll probably know exactly what I'm talking about here. Particularly for me, the idea that was the most interesting because and I'm gonna go back and watch them all because it seems like there's more mm-hmm. than one theme and recurring themes, and I yeah. I really like Black Mirror and Charlie Brooker. But but um so the the Miley Cyrus thing, I think a lot of people may have walked away with the idea of you know oh one day one day in the future all our entertainment is going to be these holograms on stage yeah i think that was maybe your a plot mm-hmm. and and that's great and i it, you know an interesting thought provoking stoner thought type thing but to me the message was like this this little ai and the message of that ai consume things buy things be this mm-hmm. to and the way it changes that young girl that's the message to me yeah. because i'm like yeah, I got kids, bro. Like that's, and and it's laughable, and it's insane, and it's TV. You know, it's it's an extreme. Like, oh, there's a little doll with her consciousness in it. Like, <laughs> but but that the way that that messaging happens to kids, and the way it transforms them to be these people and to aspire to be these people, I think is a hundred percent right on. I, it's exactly. I, how I, it I agree. Goes. I see it from the different the other end of it, though. I see it from you. Here we have this a uh, starlet mm-hmm. who is you know. Attain the heights, controlled. the attain the heights of stardom. Yeah, she's one hundred percent controlled. Yeah, and in the end, all her fame and wealth and fortune and notoriety and all the love that she gets from her, fan, from her fans, all of it was so that her soul could be broken up into a billion little fractals, and each one placed in one of these AI dolls. Mm. And she's gone. Her personality, her soul, has been sold and gone. Yeah, and it's now her soul is owned. A little tiny piece of her soul is in every product. Yeah. And she'll never get it back. Yeah. Just like, you know, just like anytime you become super fucking famous. Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah. You're, you, whether literally or figure, figuratively, yeah. you, you've sold your soul. You're and not a person anymore. And yeah, you yeah. can't get it back and you're not a real person anymore. Yeah. Because somebody else owns you. A million people out there own a little bit of you. Or 24 they, million, actually. In yeah. The case they ex- of most of these. They expect yeah. you. Yeah. To be a certain way, and you have to be a certain way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Or it's and true. if you're not that certain way, then you have to deal with ultimately not being famous anymore. Yeah, and not getting the jobs, or the, yeah. the contracts, or the you're albums, not, or yeah. the whatever. Yeah. Fame is going to go movies. away. Yeah. Yeah. Coming for you. He's coming for you. Now, he showed, who is the, I don't know if I can turn this here. Who is this? Now, now if these are live cuts, that'd be even more interesting. Let me see if I can go back a little bit. He he looks extremely. I can't really see it too well. Yeah, I'm trying to get it. Can you see it? A little bit. Uh, let me tilt the screen up. Yeah, there you go. Better. Let me play. Sorry. From every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. <laughs> He's coming for you. He's coming for you. He oh. looks uncomfortable. Do you know who that is? Jonathan Price. Oh, I, I didn't know who it was. He looks uncomfortable as fuck. Uh, like, next, he's literally next, looking next, over his next, shoulder. Next to him. Next to him. Yeah. Here on the left. Um, uh, not Meryl Streep. That is... Um, oh, uh, yeah. I, I, she's Cruella Duvel. 
Yeah, I, I can't remember her name either. But I, I know she's the one is. who really wants Meryl Streep to die so she can be the uh, the new Meryl Streep, the new like <laughs> Madam of Hollywood. Yeah, but but he, yeah, he looks. But yeah, that's Jonathan Price. He's been in the game for a while. I think those two might be married. Um, let me Google this real quick. Yeah. Look, talking Hold about. <laughs> yeah, that that I didn't really I didn't know who that that what what that yeah. Ronan Farrell reference was but yeah it looks like that's not his wife but uh no uh jonathan price he's um just now kind of popped on the scene with uh um um some of the stuff he's done he was in game of thrones okay he's been in a couple other tv shows character actor but yeah well, that's why old probably school hollywood and also uh more of like uh he's he's much more respected in britain like he's an established actor in britain oh okay but really not really done the Hollywood thing, right? You know, now he's got to retire, and he needs money to retire. So <laughs> now you know he, now he's got right. grand, 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 grandkids, or have to go to expensive school. Need the, so. need the trust fund. Yeah. yeah, it was a big year. It was a big year for pedophile movies. Um, surviving R. Kelly, leaving Neverland, two popes. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! I don't care. I Pause. Don't. Now they go back to Jonathan Price after the two popes joke. Yeah, look at him which again. Which is why one of the reasons why I think that that this is staged is because I'm pretty sure Jonathan Price was in the two popes the or whatever. Two popes. I'm gonna check it real quick. Now, was it a movie? I didn't I even never, know. Never watched it. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, he's in the two popes. Yep. As uh, looks like one of the popes. One of the popes. <laughs> Pedophile movies. Yeah, he plays Pope Francis, and Anthony Hopkins plays Pope uh, Benedict. I guess it's about... Two popes? <laughs> the, the Ratzinger stepping down, and Bergoglio uh, assuming the role. He does look a lot like Saint... Uh, not Saint, but Pope Francis. Oh, nice. Um, but, but it makes me wonder whether or not this is staged, because they cut to him before he mentions the two popes, which is, means the producers... Met, probably know where the jokes are coming from so they're like okay at this point he's supposed to make fun of he's yeah, going to call out two if popes, it's live cuts so we need to we need to cut to Jonathan Price if That's that if point. this is live cuts on TV and film executives in the world people from every background but they all have one thing in common oh, I went too they're far all back. terrified <laughs> of Ronan Farrow see now they cut to Jonathan he's Price he's coming for you he's coming for you see look Talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. You know, is that either talking of all you perverts? Yeah. But he just says it in the room. Mm-hmm. No. It was a big year for pedophile movies. Um, surviving R. Kelly, leaving Neverland, two popes. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. It wasn't that care. quick, but yeah, I yeah. see kind of what you're saying. Many talented people of color were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, <laughs> fifth time. So, we were going to do an in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. It's a pretty good play on that diversity bullshit. Oh, yeah. Because it never works out. Like, yeah. that's, what, that's what Hollywood's realizing. Like, you know, a black female, James Bond, and so on and so forth. Like, it never works. No, it no never works for them. And what, what was the one a couple, it was like a couple months ago. Some Was it the James Bond movie? So, some movie came out and they were like, oh, this movie, 
people don't want to see this movie because it's women. And everyone's like, no, we don't want to see it because it sucks. Well, I think it was a hero movie. It's just like in the last month, I think. Was I can't. Charlie's Angels? Yeah. Actually, it was Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Because you realize that they. Did. And everybody was like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. And they were like, it's because you don't like women. It's not accepted for women to have major roles. And it's like, no, we just want good movies. <laughs> but see, they don't understand. No one watched Charlie's Angels back in the 19, <laughs> early 1980s, late 1970s. To do anything other than jack off? To do anything other than jack off after school. Yeah. You spend yeah. all day at school. It's 17, 16, 17 year old boys. You spend all day at school right. with <laughs> these hot young things right. who were just getting to know their bodies. <laughs> just go home and put the Charlie's Angels on. Go home and, and there is Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. And you can see nipple. <laughs> Your mom won't be home for another hour. Yeah. Because she's working at the grocery store right now. Yeah. Your dad is going to come home soon, but he's going to be drunk when he walks through the door. Yeah, as dad should be. You have 15 minutes with Farrah Fawcett's nipple. What the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's the whole concept. <clears throat> just just think about it this way: it's a guy, yeah, who calls on speakerphone to three <laughs> brain dead gorgeous cock women. sluts. <laughs> Three pretty brain dead bimbos. Yeah, that's right. Who are listening to a, a, a disembodied voice on the speaker phone? We never see Charlie Tell in them the what entire yeah, iteration right. of the series. Yeah, you never see Charlie. Uh-huh. He's a guy on his phone. Okay. You, then you have another guy, Bosley. Right. Yeah. He's basically their butler that is there. Like Charlie takes care of all the details. Yeah. That the bimbos need to do in order to show nipple. Right. And cleavage, and leg. <laughs> And Boz is there to, you know, make sure they don't kill themselves right. and accidentally die on the mission. Right. We don't see this. Yeah. It's 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 always has been like stuff for dudes to whack their meat to. But guess what? We have the internet now. Yeah. So you don't. So no, we don't need Charlie's no angels. No seventeen-year-old. Yeah. Wants to jerk it to <laughs> the Charlie's Angels movie. The butch chick from that one episode of Black, so that one Black Mirror episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you know she's one of the Charlie's Angels. I didn't know that. No. So that one, I didn't see it. The one episode about uh, the two girls who fall in love on on vacation, and then they actually they're in just simply a computer simulation. That they're going. Oh through. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're going to the place. The yeah, nerdy yeah. one with the glasses that's kind of butch, lesbian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's one of the Charlie's Angels in the new movie. Nice. She doesn't look like a Charlie's Angel. I gotta be honest. But but no, that is your that is the the Hollywood Charlie's. Angel. That's the, what Hollywood wants us to be like. No, she's a centerfold. Yeah, yeah, standing. She's brave. not the centerfold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can't take something that was really just supposed to be for that. Yeah, and and expected to be a blockbuster movie. And expected <laughs> for for the people who go to see movies. Yeah. To to want to see it. No, they don't. They don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. No, they don't. And and Hollywood will follow the money. Just give them another uh, another candied up Marvel Marvel movie. That's that's all movie goers that want. That stuff's going away too. That stuff's going away too. You think so? Yeah, people are done. People are done with it. They Star Wars is the last part of it. Like Marvel, it's all new. Yeah. But with Star Wars, it's just been rehashed and rehashed and yeah, they're done with it. Good. It was mostly white people. And I thought, nah, not on my watch. So. He's making fun of people that actually think that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe next year. Let's let's see what happens. <laughs> like he's literally saying, more people of color need to die. 
<laughs> for the list. Yeah. Like, with, yeah, yeah. Your Step list, it up, colored folks. Your list isn't diverse enough. <laughs> yeah. Don't you wish more people of color who that were dead on the were list in Hollywood yeah. were dead? No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. It's no one really right. watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. Bingo. This show should just be me coming out going, well. Like, whatever exact, real quick side note, whatever exact that Netflix came up with, Netflix and chill, I mean, how rich do you want to think that motherfucker is right now? <laughs> like, he's he's on a yacht with Bezos, just getting blown by toothless tie boys at this point. No, whoever thought of Netflix <laughs> and chill was probably some unpaid intern. <laughs> they, they don't even, he's, who, he's still in litigation trying to get the... <laughs> who came into the break room and didn't know he was talking to his boss's 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 boss. Yeah. And was like, hey man, what'd you get up to Did the weekend? Netflix and chill? Yeah. Getting up Netflix, I'm take, I got this hot piece of snatch, I'm gonna go Netflix and chill. we that Netflix and chill, yeah. that's right. <laughs> no, the, the boss heard it, yeah. Netflix, you win everything. Good night. But no, no, we got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer, and it's still more fun than this. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert: um, season two is on the way. Mm-hmm. 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 So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself, <laughs> just like Jeffrey Epstein. Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. Look at... I wonder, looks on their faces. It's just... Yeah. Now, who, who was the blonde before this who looked really upset? Himself. I think that's Naomi Just Watts. like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. Adam Driver gets it. She looks bombed. You like to make she your looks own bombed. way here in your own plane, didn't you? Right. But seriously, most films are awful, lazy, remakes, sequels. I've heard a rumour that there might be a sequel to Sophie's Choice. (laughs) I mean, that would just be Meryl Streep going, well, it's got to be this one then. (laughs) All the best actors have jumped to Netflix and HBO, you know. And the actors who just do Hollywood movies now do fantasy adventure nonsense. They wear masks and capes and really tight costumes. Their job isn't acting anymore. It's going to the gym twice a day and taking steroids, <laughs> really. Have we, got a, have we got an award for most ripped junkie? No. No point. We know he'd win that. Um, Martin- what do you think that's a reference to? I don't know. I really don't. Because I, I heard that and I was like, it sounds like you're talking about something, somebody specific, but I don't know. I don't know necessarily who. Oh, probably. Who's that guy? The guy who plays Thor that everybody jacks off to? Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Probably That's not. what I heard that it could be. Yeah. It's supposed to. Allegedly, people said it's him, but I don't know. I think Rip Junkie is probably alluding All to of something. Them? <laughs> something more than just like a, somebody who works out. Right. You know, a roided out dude. I don't know. Hmm. The greatest living director made the news for his controversial comments about the Marvel franchise. He said they're not real cinema and uh, they remind him of theme parks. I agree. Although I don't know what he's doing hanging around theme parks. He's not big enough to go on the rides, is he? It's tiny. Right. The Irishman was amazing. It was amazing. Um, look. It was. My fact. It was great. Uh, Long, but amazing. Um, 
it wasn't the only epic movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long, Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the this end, his date was too old for him. <laughs> so... Now, haven't there been some specific allegations about him? Yeah, he's, he, he likes boys. He likes dudes, at least. Well, not not the likes dudes. I, I thought he, he, he was kind of a scumbag with some girls. I could be wrong. No, no, they just they, they they just don't like Leo because it's true. Like every every couple years, he he drops he he dumps his twenty four year old girlfriend to date somebody who's twenty one. Well, and then three or two three years later, he does the same thing. The guy likes twenty one year olds. <laughs> well, who doesn't? To yeah. be fair, it's almost pause. It's almost as if he were just there to have fun with uh, some hot chick, right? And as soon as she digs her way into the point where she's going to start controlling his life. Yeah. And let's talk about our relationship. Yeah, with the old and with the new. Then he's like, all right, you're gone. Yeah. Let's find another airhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stefan Molyneux has been tweeting about him and his his perpetual, th- that process, I think. Yeah, yeah. Even Prince Andrew's like, come on, Leo, mate, you know. That was fucking like, <laughs> oh, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're nearly 50, son. Um, the world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. <laughs> he was also in the movie Cats, but <laughs> yeah. no one saw that. Um, and the reviews, oh, shocking. I saw one that said, this is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs, right? <laughs> But Dame Judi Dench defended the film, saying it was the role she was born to play, because she... I can't do this next joke. (laughs) Because she loves nothing better than plonking herself down on the carpet, lifting her leg, and licking her... (laughs) 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 Furball, furball. She's old school. Um... It's the last time, who cares? <laughs> oh. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. It's supposed to be pretty good, actually. Yeah. A superb good. drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent. That may be the most important line in the whole thing. Yeah. Because because that's not some grand Epstein conspiracy. That's not some... That's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. That Hollywood, frankly, would call ISIS if they started a streaming company and, and ask them how they could get on it. Because because Hollywood will spread who whatever message that the people paying the most want to be spread. across Across the board. Yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 again like that's it's no big conspiracy or anything, but that's just the reality of it. And you're like, oh yeah, this town is actually just a bunch of vultures. Mm-hmm. That's really all it is, and and they'll spit people out and and get them out of the way if they need to because that that's the reality of it. They're just yeah. vultures, just vultures. So, if you do win an award tonight, 
<laughs> don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God, and... So... It's already three hours long. Right, let's do the first award. The first award... <laughs> the first award is for best actor in a television series, musical or comedy. To present the award are a couple of actors off the telly. What can I say? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. And that was the opening monologue. <laughs> and from what I heard, he really didn't, uh, didn't talk a whole lot. After, After that, that. I downloaded just, the whole thing. I'm going to watch people. it. But oh, yeah? I, yeah. I heard the I heard somebody was talking on Reddit about how the uh, the his closing monologue was pretty good too. Is what I'm told. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't know how. I, mean, I haven't seen clips of it anywhere, so I don't know. Maybe hmm. NBC just didn't release them or something. But I I torn I downloaded the torrent, so I'll, I'll watch the whole thing. I just want to get Snow and watch it. Will you clip it? <laughs> clip it for me. The the closing scene. The close. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Clip it and send it to me because I don't. I, that was the only other thing that I heard about anything. Yeah. yeah. How big is the file on that Golden Globe thing? Fairly big, I believe. It's over two gigs. I can't get it. Oh, to Telegram, you mean? Um, well, no, no, no. Uh, I download stuff to my phone and put it up on my computer. That's kind of how I've been doing the thing. So I don't have internet at the house. And I'm right. Not going to probably pay for it. Um, oh, geez, that's four point three gigs. Oh yeah, there's no way. There's no <laughs> yeah, way. I'll, I'll I'll try and clip it though. If if his his ending monologue, and I may skim through it because I don't want to. Sit here and listen to all these. It's just, it's back to our original, it's emotional masturbation. That's oh, what yeah, that is. 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's what it, that's what every single award show pretty much is, anyways, um, which is why <coughs> I hate to take it this direction. No, I don't. I love it. Uh, <laughs> you know, one of my favorite moments in, in sort of the history of these, these sorts of things, you know, and there's always, you know, like the VMAs that try to do something shocking. Mm -hmm. You had Britney and Madonna kiss. You know, blah 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 blah, but like that that Kanye West move with Taylor Swift, like that's that's why I do think it was a genuine move because I think he just sat back and was like, uh, yeah, this is bullshit. That video is no in no way comparable to the Beyonce video that year, and so he just stood up and made an ass of himself. He did, but like that's that I think that's the reality of these shows. Like it's going to be rubber stamped. It's going to go to the people that that the establishment wants it to go to. And that's all there is to it. <clears throat> so the idea that you're going to create something or you or I are going to create something or whoever is going to create something outside of the establishment and win an award, I don't think is going to happen. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's just not. And everybody there knows it. They, they know it's that dog and pony I think show. the same, same thing, but I, I disagreed that the Kanye thing was organic. I think that was staged. I think it was staged, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that really did make Taylor Swift's career. Oh, poor little white girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she, what, was she, what were her fans? What were her fans? Country. Yeah. yeah. Country. And what do country people fear the most? Dislike black folks, black people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here is a here here is a black guy, a yeah. gangster. Yeah, picking on his this beautiful Aryan white girl after drinking some Hennessy. And he and that that don't trust them niggers. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. the mentality. Yeah. But she went, she needed to make the move from country to into pop. pop. Yeah. So how do you get? All the adoring teenage girl fans to follow you to pop, they're going to follow you to pop anyway. But how do you get 
the brothers and the dads and 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 the moms on board with it too. Right. Well, you make her somebody that you, that can be pitied. Mm-hmm. Some she's not like the rest of the Hollywood. She's good and wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I I play Taylor Swift because my daughter really likes it, and now everybody in the family listens to Taylor Swift and kind of grew up on it, so they don't really mind it. And but so they're going to perpetuate more fucking Taylor Swift in the future, right? And even though she's like twenty nine now and <laughs> yeah, hitting the wall, yeah, yeah, like she's still pop starlet. Yay, Taylor, pop perpetual virgin Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's it's gonna, an image. She's, she's yeah. going to break soon. Either she's going to break soon, or or. Like fade, an OD or something? No, fade away for like 10 years, have a couple kids, and then come back and it's do like the Gwen, album. <laughs> no, the Gwen Stefani thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She'll be like super mom, yeah. and then, but she'll also have, you know, multi-platinum album, super right. mom sort of thing. I don't know. Isn't Gwen Stefani married to Blake Shelton? I don't care. <laughs> Good answer, my man. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, I don't know. It, it, so you think it was staged, the whole Gervais thing? Think it was just a hundred percent. I don't know. I don't know because that's what I'm saying, dude. It's really, it's really, really odd. Like it's, it's just awfully coincidental with the, with Weinstein happening today and and the stuff with Kevin Spacey. I don't know. It's just really, yeah. But what better way to like distance yourself from that too? I did see some folks everybody, coming from that point of view. Saying, well, okay, we're going to laugh at all this stuff, and we can laugh at it because we're obviously not part of it. Ha, yeah, ha, ha. maybe Gervais knows that the powder keg really is, a, or, or a powder keg for somebody, really is about to erupt, and he's he's kind of, you know, ha ha, that's you guys, not me, you know. Yeah, but also you let off a little steam, and then everybody else in the room can be like, okay, we're laughing at this because we're all obviously not involved. See how we're laughing. Yeah, say ha ha ha. That's yeah, why we're going to go yeah. along with you know, being called, you know, yeah. friends of pedophiles. Yeah. And and that sort of thing. Yeah. See how obviously not guilty we are because we're laughing at it. Yeah. I don't know, man. This 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 Hollywood and, and and pedophilia. It's a strange, strange mixture, you know. Yeah. Uh. It's unnerving at best because there's not another except for the Catholic Church. There's not really another organization that has had that many that many folks have the pedophilia problem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like every now and again, you f- it's like, okay, here's your school teacher. Boy here's, Scouts here's, of America. You, yeah, Boy Scouts have been pretty bad too, though. Uh, the, the, the White House in the 1980s. <laughs> yeah. The British Royal Society. Yeah. But I just Bucking, mean industry-wise. Buckingham Palace in the 1980s. Yeah. Um, Buckingham Palace now. <laughs> yeah. Brussels in the 1990s. Right. Ancient Mesopotamia, ancient Babylon, ancient Egypt, ancient Greece, ancient Rome. Yeah, this seems like seems like it's it's just Hollywood that has a problem with pedophilia. <laughs> it's not as though anytime you have an establishment, it's it's not like there was some sort of like ancient cult who wormed their way into the who who have into control the and have always had control and just shape shape change the the name and shape of that control mechanism every couple. It's generations. just been a different brand of of consumer. It's it's the same. It's the same. Serpent worshiping death cult that's been in charge for five thousand years. They just rebrand every couple generations. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It's probably the truest thing I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, yeah. And I think you've said it before in so many words. And the cornerstone of their their religion is pedophilia, pedophilia, yeah. trauma based mind control. Yeah, and the uh, the the. Um, what is what is was the term the uh, uh, Stockholm syndrome? But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 
It's like Hollywood's run by Jews or something. <laughs> Don't be disrespectful. Not that it's all Jews are pedophiles. It's anti-Semitic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I that was that was one of my. You said there's no more dank memes. That was one of my favorite ones. It shows it shows Mr. Waternoose from uh, from Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. and he's got the Trump toupee, and it's 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 a play off of a quote from Mr. Waternoose, but he's like. What is it? I don't care. I don't care how many people vote against me. I'll I'll never let Israel fall or something like yeah. that. And, and it's Mr. Waternoose with the Trump hair. <laughs> Got me real good. Uh, but anyhow, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. They always seem to be the good guy. Interesting. Very interesting monologue by Mr. Device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. And we'll see what happens with him. What happens with him? I, th- I think that'll be be quite telling. I mean, if 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 he totally fades away from every single project ever, you know, like doesn't have another one, I I, I think it'll be like, oh, okay, that wasn't scripted or that wasn't staged or whatever. But if he, uh, you know, if it's just par for the course, Gervais. If in particular, if he does, if he winds up doing it next year, when he said this was the last year, then I'll know. I'll be like, okay, well now we're all just now it's just revelation of the method. <laughs> well, Matt, Matt's falling asleep. I'm gonna start a fire. Oh, if you don't well, wake I'm, up, so, Matt. I'm sorry. I fell asleep at your because I was so bored by you. Because obviously you don't know anything about Ricky Gervais. What don't I know about Ricky Gervais? You don't know dick about Ricky Gervais, do you? Not much. I know the I know the podcast. I listened to the podcast back in the day. What's your favorite TV show? <laughs> no, I know he's behind that, The Office. And my favorite cold open is when he meets Michael Scott, by the way. David Brent. <laughs> That's amazing. It's literally the best cold open. <laughs> no, I do one called Ping. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he's fucking, he's great, dude. He's great. <laughs> yeah, he is, he is the, uh, the so godfather of The Office. he did two seasons of The Office, the UK version, the UK, with, with yeah. the BBC. Yeah. And then NBC acquired the rights to make a... The U.S. version, yeah. A U.S. version. And every episode of The Office, Gervais makes a buttload of money. Yeah. And who is responsible for the most views of The Office? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Whereas every single other of Gervais' projects since the U.S. Office came out... Right. Where has it landed? Yeah, where has it landed? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. He didn't he did uh The Office. Then he did a show called Extras, which was on the BBC. Mm-hmm. And then when when the US office became so popular right around the season three or so, yeah. he started talking to Netflix. He's got uh what is his Derek? Netflix show. Netflix show, full his on Afterlife. Good show too, by the way. Yeah, Afterlife. Netflix show. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Um, um, uh, sh- um, Indie Abroad, Netflix show. Hmm. Um, Short Way Round, Netflix show, right? Uh, or or Life's Too Short, right? Life's Too Short. That's what it is. Right. Netflix show. Everything the guy does now is is Netflix. Yeah. 
So yeah, the reason why he comes on and, and says hey, we should just give all the awards to Netflix is because he's he makes a buttload of money from Netflix. <laughs> because he gets a monthly check from Netflix. Yeah, that would that would shock us all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So do you think that's it? Like you, th- that's, you think it's it's like a last the last monthly one. check? So he, he went in on Netflix's payroll to put the dagger in the heart of Hollywood. Maybe a little old bit. guard yeah, Hollywood. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. That's a good theory. I dig that. But he gets a check from Netflix every month that's yeah. bigger than the one Mackenzie Bezos gets <laughs> in alimony from, 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 from old Jeffrey. Jeff. Yeah, Uncle from Jeff. old one-eyed Jeff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he probably does, dude. He probably, yeah. Because <laughs> you know the office, I mean, there, there are literally memes of that, that people are sharing saying, there's a new Netflix show. I can't wait to go home and watch it. I'm going to watch The Office for the 900th time. Like, yeah. dude, they, they, you know it's their number one streamed show. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And they lose it. Is it this year or next year? I think it's this year. I, don't I think know. it's spring this year. I don't know. I've already got the torrent, the, the high quality torrent of all of them downloaded. Yeah. Because I'm not. And I, I honestly, I've thought about it. I'll probably get rid of Netflix on because I'm. I don't fuck, fuck them. I really don't. Yeah. The preachiness. I'll just torrent whatever the, I want. The, the preachiness of Netflix. Oh, it's really, gotten bad. Really yeah. annoys me. Like any any show that they do that's a Netflix show now, it's just it's just some real strong messaging in most mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, which is what you'd expect. But I don't want to give either, my money to them. It's either that or it's either. I have to watch another show yeah. about young black guy, young white girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you, you, we have to stop pushing this interracial thing of every star-crossed lover is a black guy and a white girl. Right. It's just... It, start noticing, guys. Start noticing out there in Audio Land. Yeah. Look at how many advertisements are black male, white female. Yeah. Just, just notice. Just, just look. See how, how that. If, if once you have you noticed <laughs> that, that how, how many, how many percent, how hard, how many advertisements there are yeah. that exist that are a black guy and a white girl. Just, just start noticing. But the messaging on Netflix, it's, it's either messaging or it's informative murder porn. Yeah, yeah. Making a murderer. Those are kind of the two big genres that they're in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, but their messaging is very, very anti-family or anti-traditional family. Yeah. Uh, and anti... Oh, no. If you want to yeah. have 17 polyqueer dads... <laughs> By all means. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. You are... You, uh, how, yeah. We'll do a Netflix show about it. How big do you want your trailer? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but now... Yeah. There, there's a lot of that on there. So... Anyhow... All right, man. Well, anything else? Not for my end. No, no, no old business. I don't think to attend well, to. I, I think that's just about everything. Uh, yeah. To sum up, or, or go back to a ram real quick because I, I want to make sure that I, I wrap up like the whole loose end. Right. We have a a a mutually beneficial um relationship with Iran. In we which do. we are, in the, which everybody makes money off oil. We are the <laughs> authoritarian state that the Ayatollah can use to radicalize young uh, religious rebels into declaring jihad against us and go and fuck shit up in the Middle East. United States gets gets terrorism. Yeah, as its number we, one global that enemy. we get to fight <laughs> against and yeah. raise money for, right? Yeah, and make perpetual war on. And, and in, keep our people terrified of. And, yep. And and in return, Iran gets to have its religious theocracy. Yeah. And they don't have to have a world. They don't have to be a part of the IMF. 
Yeah, they don't have to have a central bank. I did. The, I did the remaining. Uh, the remaining. How many countries is it now? Just three, right? North or two? Korea, North Korea, Ar- Iran, Iran, and, and Venezuela. So three, yeah. yeah. And Venezuela, they're really trying to get. They're real close. Yeah, they're real close. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. There's a reason why Iran won't respond to this in any way, shape, or form. Probably because Khamenei is like, oh, yeah, thanks for getting rid of Soleimani for me. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, he's he probably was, like, appreciate he, it. He was the one guy that could that could threaten me and, and the uh, the the stranglehold the religious um, priest class has on that country. So, yeah. Yeah, so problem solved. Yeah, yeah. The way. And, yeah. And Donald Trump gets to distract from... The impeachment and the Democrats can get, get to be like, oh no, look, he's a World war, war Three. Yeah. He's a warmonger. See, he's going to lead us into World War Three. Uh, we can't have somebody crazy guy like this in the White House, and he's going to be like, well, you can't vote me out. It's a time of war. Blah 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 blah. Right. It's it's too perfect of a package that is a super clean incision, right? A surgical airstrike, right? Into uh, in, into an airport, right? It, Just sliced right in and got him. Yeah. Boom. Done. Yeah. That benefits, it seems like all aspects all the right of people. <laughs> uh, of the people involved. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It just seems like business as usual. Yeah, like, exactly. Here's a guy who was going to fuck up the established established order, kind of a little bit. Yeah. So we'll solve everybody's problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. Trump will get to make make his bases dicks hard for 2020. Yeah. Because it really did, dude. Holy shit! I've seen mm-hmm. some Republicans. Jacking off to this to this drone strike. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> finally a president with some seriously, balls. dude. Like they can't like Iran talks smack and they got hit. Like yeah, I oh Christ, if I seen that so many mm-hmm. times, and it's just it's it's like maddening because really, and I take you know to borrow again from the best podcast in the universe. I really take a, a Adam's position. I'm about halfway through their analysis of it, but like I really take his position of like yeah, I'm not really down with drone strikes. I think yeah. that's kind of inhumane. I think that's kind of like not really something that we should be doing no matter who it is yeah. like i just i'm just in general but yeah like this this whole that's it, all it's done is get all of these r's just fired the fuck up to vote for him mm-hmm. i mean they are mm-hmm. just they're frothing at the mouth because the president you know he backed it up with word with actions yeah so anyhow but i think i think you're 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 probably accurate i think it's just a yeah this 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 is what's best for everybody mm-hmm. and their interest mm-hmm. so anyhow it's true all right, dude. Well, that's true. That's true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Well, thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. <laughs> this has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.